Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Maroc, ambassador of dark and paranormal tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Something that's been on my mind a lot lately is the time we explored one of Agatha Christie's haunts, the Para Palace Hotel. Maybe because Turkey has been in the news recently, I don't know, but that's where the hotel is located in Istanbul, Turkey. Um, I decided that I was going to kind of revisit it and look back into the whole Agatha Christie mystery involving that hotel. And I discovered something that either I didn't know before or I had forgotten. Um, It has been a few years since I was better acquainted with the story, so now I'm re-familiarized. But let me tell you how I even first learned of it. Um, we, we went to Istanbul in 2011, and we didn't stay at the Para Palace because it was out of our price range, but I made a point of finding it because during my pre-trip research, I had discovered the hotel and the Agatha Christie connection, which I'll get to. Is the Para Palace Hotel haunted? Maybe not in the traditional sense. When we were there, I really couldn't get anybody to talk to me about ghosts of the kind that I normally seek. Um, But I can tell you that it was once very much a posh haunt for famous people visiting Istanbul, such as Ernest Hemingway, Greta Garbo, Sarah Bernhardt, Queen Elizabeth II, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, Alfred Hitchcock, and Mustafa Kemal Ataturk, who was the first president of Turkey, and he's credited with being the founder of the Republic of Turkey. Um, He's still very much beloved by his people, who go to great lengths and take great pride in ensuring his legacy and vision for the country lives on. Room 101, where he preferred to stay, is designated as the Ataturk Museum Room and displays many of his personal belongings even. But the former guest that I was most intrigued by, and she also has a room named after her, um, but you can stay in it, it's not a museum, was the legendary mystery writer Agatha Christie. Room 411 is called the Agatha Christie Room because she was a frequent guest at the hotel and it's believed she wrote Murder on the Orient Express while staying in that room. But there's a bit of a mystery involving the room itself, a hidden key that medium Tamara Rand said Christie's spirit directed her to during a seance in 1979. The key supposedly fit the lock of a box containing a diary that explained Christie's 11 missing days. In 1979, 
Warner Brothers released the film Agatha, starring Dustin Hoffman and Vanessa Redgrave. It's a fictional account of the 11 days that Agatha Christie went missing in 1926. In real life, as in the movie, her mother had recently died and her husband had told her he wanted a divorce because he was in love with another woman. That's a lot of life-altering news for anyone to absorb. Um, so understandably, she was probably a little bit distraught. However, um, nobody's quite sure what happened after this. So on December 3rd, 1926, Christie's car was found abandoned with no sign of the author anywhere. Over 1,000 police officers and 15,000 volunteers searched for her. Eleven days later, on December 14th, 1926, she was discovered at the Swan Hydropathic Hotel in Harrogate, Yorkshire. She had registered under the name Mrs. Tressa Neal, which was Christie's husband's lover's name, so basically his, his, the lady he was having an affair with. Um, was it a publicity stunt on either Agatha Christie's part or the, the psychic's part? Um, nobody knows. Some people said that for whatever reason, Agatha Christie did that as a publicity stunt, which I don't, I don't think so. I think she was a woman who had had her life torn asunder, her heart torn asunder. I think she, if she went into a fugue state or she just needed to get away I don't know what happened, and if there's a diary that she kept during that time, we don't know. But so this is this comes the part of the story where the psychic comes in. So I knew that a psychic had allegedly found a key that was said to unlock a box containing a diary that belonged to Christy that detailed her missing 11 days. And I knew that it was found in um, the Para Palace Hotel. But what I don't remember knowing was that it was Warner Brothers who made the movie Agatha who had hired Hollywood medium Tamara Rand to try and make contact with Christie. Um, that was certainly a publicity stunt or started out that way, but it sort of took on a life of its own when reporters flocked to the Para Palace Hotel on March 7th, 1979. Under... Rand's direction, that's the psychic, she said to look under the floorboards. And guess what they found? There was a rusty key that was found between the door frame and the wall. So the psychic had been right, Miss Rand had been right, but where was the diary? If it was in a locked box concealed in another secret hiding place within room 411, it's never been found. Um, or had the psychic somehow staged an elaborate ruse? Or did the did Warner Brothers, in conjunction with her, um, did either of them have contacts in Istanbul who could have helped um, them pull off such a scheme? We don't know. But the Para Palace, if anybody at the Para Palace was involved, they said, hey, Warner Brothers, if you want this key, you got to cough up two million bucks, which... Back in, you know, I don't know if that's still the case. I'm pretty sure they still have the key there. But back in uh, <laughs> 1979, two million bucks was, I mean, it's still a lot of money today. But that was, you know, a lot, a lot more money. So um, does a diary of Agatha Christie's missing days even exist? I, I Nobody really knows. Um, and if it does exist, 
Could it be that it's in another room within the hotel? Because another key marked room 411 was discovered in 1986, but in room 511. So that sort of adds to the mystery. Will we ever know the answer to any of these questions? I don't know. But it's fun to see that the mystery is still alive and well, and people who jaunt to Istanbul are still discovering it. And it was also fun for me to revisit it and to learn something new about it myself. You've been listening to Haunt Jaunts, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Maroc, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this journey. I snagged the music, Phantom from Space, from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. If you'd like to continue exploring beyond the podcast, jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net. Or if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Haunt Jaunts wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also jaunt with me socially on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You'll find links to all of Haunt Jaunt's social media on the website, as well as a player on the podcast page with all of the episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.